car alarm. Oh, what a bad time. <laughs> Welcome to the local podcast in three, two, one. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the local 724 podcast. Today, uh, I'm surrounded by genius. <laughs> <laughs> I have two doctors in here, Dr. Krista Boyer of Authentic Perspectives and Dr. Ryan Kelly. Now, I know that I think we've talked about this on the podcast that you uh, earned your doctorate and everything like that, but yeah. we probably, never reference it. We never reference it in the, in the podcast. Right. Yeah. Talk about it, which is okay. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. No, that. Because you know the worst thing is is and Krista, you can probably speak to this. Actually, we can talk about your bill too. Oh yeah, yes, this is very specific to it. But people will be like, "Oh, you're a doctor. Can you write me a prescription?" (laughs) No, you're you're way off on what that means, (laughs) right? (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. So I mean, your business uh, is very interesting. Yes, I. I was uh, fortunate enough to do some work with you, and what I got to see was a good behind the scenes of just like the team and how you guys work together. And mm-hmm. it was fun because like there were appointments coming in and out during the yeah. days we were filming, and it was just like super professional at all mm-hmm. times. Um, how, tell us like a little bit about your business. Sure. So I am a licensed psychologist. And I was with a different group practice for a while and decided it, I, I have an MBA, I have a background in business and I have all these business skills and decided to open my own practice. And so in October of this year, we opened our doors and our business is a psychological practice where we provide individual therapy to clients. We also have a space to provide group therapy and workshops. We do psychological testing at our office and Dr. Ryan Kelly. So I guess for, for our office purposes, he's Dr. Kelly, but he's Ryan Kelly when he's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. I'll play both roles So you today. can play both roles. <laughs> so that's, that's how we'll differentiate, yeah. I guess. So the, one of the interesting parts about our practice is that we also provide business consulting services. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of room to integrate psychology within the workplace. And now more than ever, um, retention issues, all of the um, stressors of the pandemic, burnout, um, a lot of people really reevaluated their lives as a result of the pandemic and, and thought about, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? So a lot of career issues come up, have come up as a result of the pandemic. So Dr. Ryan Kelly is supporting that part of our practice where we're working together to collaborate to provide business consulting services. So we're bringing in aspects from positive psychology to help make workplaces more psychologically safe to keep employees um, in their jobs, feeling happy and healthy in their jobs, helping with burnout. And we also have services that can help people um, who are trying to reevaluate their careers if they're not sure if their career is a good fit or for people kind of questioning, what should I major in college? Um, What do I wanna do with the rest of my life? We can do testing services to help them find that fit. Um, Dr. Kelly can also help with LinkedIn optimization, salary, salary negotiations, everything as it relates to career. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's really cool, um, about this specifically is 
um, I have a background in business, human resources. Chris also has a background in business, um, mm-hmm. but also psychology. But we're also both professors as well. Yeah. And so we kind of share a lot of that aspect as well. Like, mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the current research mm-hmm. right now? Um, I got an opportunity to speak to her class once, and we got to integrate the two mm-hmm. within that class. So it's nice that we, we get to collaborate sort of from the same perspective. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I know all of the career theories. I know the psychological piece. I know about how to help people find meaning in careers. And the interesting thing about Dr. Kelly is he's worked in HR. He has also worked in college admissions. So he knows exactly what um, a college is looking at in an application. And he knows from the HR perspective what should be in an application or in a cover letter that's going to get a person in the door. So the two of us together combining that knowledge, um, it, it's really we're, we're attacking all angles to help people get a, a really good job and a really good fit. Yeah, you really are. Mm-hmm. It's interesting uh, just because I feel like, you know, with the coaching and the psychology and everything like that, it's you're, you're really going deep with somebody. It's not just like, hey, I feel like you're this type of person <laughs> and uh, you would be great at this place or whatever. But I like, I think that, you know, you guys could probably take it even a step further and, uh, you know, than anybody else like that and say, you know, this is the type of person that you are. I assume you guys use the personality tests mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So you could say like, uh, this is the type of person that you are. These are the types of roles that you would probably succeed in the most, uh, blah, 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 on and so on and so on. Um, it's just, it's super interesting because I don't think that there are a, a ton of businesses out there that kind of think about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they just kind of want people to come in mm-hmm. and they want them to work. And that's a lot about you know, like what we've been hearing about since the pandemic mm-hmm. and since everybody's been trying to get back into the workforce and things like that is this, you know, the anti-work type of thing, the quiet quitting, the mm-hmm. all kinds of things like that, you know? So it's just, do you guys see a lot of that type of thing? Do you hear a lot about it? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And, and yeah, you're bringing up all of those topics that get talked about all the time. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just get, they're feeling burnt out, they're feeling disengaged, um, just kind of showing up at work, mindlessly going through the day. And that's sort of what quiet quitting is all about. And that's Mm -hmm. that, when you talked about um, being at our office and um, that's sort of how I designed our business model and everything that we help, that we help other businesses do, we practice what we preach at our practice. We everyone that works at our office is take the character strength taken a character strength inventory so we know what everyone's signature strengths are and we incorporate that into their work roles so that they are feeling a sense of meaning a sense of purpose they're engaged in what they're doing Um, i've also integrated a lot of the ingredients into creating a psychologically safe workplace Mm -hmm. so i guide with authenticity i practice authentic leadership i am completely humble i know what my mistakes are i'm very vocal about my mistakes i i know i'm not perfect and i don't expect anyone that works at our practice to be perfect we're all learning we're trying our very best and if we lead with that attitude then we're able to to bring out our best selves it brings out creativity we feel supported 
um, and it feels like a safe place to be. Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, to, to build off you at the beginning of the pandemic, Jordan, you and I have talked about this a little bit in the past mm -hmm. on other episodes, but people sort of hit the pause button and said, what, what actually matters to me right now? And you saw a lot of people in droves leave the workforce, quit. Um, and now we're kind of uh, rubber banding back and saying, well, okay, I, I have to pay bills now, but I don't want to go back to work because I didn't like the toxic place that I was in. Mm -hmm. Um, or I, I didn't enjoy what I was doing. I, maybe I started a business and I want to work for myself more. All these different things that the people were feeling when when that happened. And then on the employer side, you know, they were probably, I'm stereotyping here, but let's say that an employer was just treating them as, as just a normal worker. And now mm -hmm. they're starting to see how important and how much of an asset that employee actually is. And now we need to get to know our employees, invest in our employees, mm -hmm make sure it's a positive environment. So all these things are kind of coming to a head at one point. And I think that's where we fit in really well mm -hmm. is we understand both sides of those things. Mm -hmm. And we want to make that connection where employees enjoy being there are contributing are more than just a paycheck. But you know, this is part of their life. This is mm -hmm. a big portion of their life yeah. being at work. Um, and employers realize they can get more of a return on investment by investing in their employees and making it a great place to work and caring for them. So mm -hmm. that's, that's where the two come together, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, the whole, uh, you know, me going into business for myself uh, happened uh, kind of out of anger, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. at yeah. the at, at this whole corporate nine to five thing. And, uh, you know, this is before 2020, but uh, back in like 2017, um, I just I really didn't have a good relationship with the management. Um, I was in a creative role on a creative team in a creative department that suddenly got moved to a different department that was very, very just like heavy on like number crunching and things like that. And I was just like, how do I fit into this group of people? And, you know, I tried to do that and like, you know, just take it on the chin and just like, okay, you know, these people don't understand me. I'm the only person that dresses like this. I'm the only person that talks like this. Uh, everybody else is so like prim and proper laptops at every meeting. And I'm literally just sitting there listening. Uh, it was just like such a, a weird thing. And then finally it just was like, I don't belong here. Like I can't, if I can't do this job back at that old department, then I can't do this job. And it just, uh, the way it ended wasn't the greatest. I mean, I literally was like, see ya. Like I was, I was, I wanted out like as much as possible. And I held a grudge about it for a while. Um, now I can look back and say that I learned a lot from working there. Uh, even in that department, I did learn a lot as far as just kind of like business acumen, things like that, dealing with customers, dealing with uh, things that you really don't get to see on the creative side. So I guess I am thankful that that happened. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time, it was the most stressful thing in the world. I, I did not want to go to work at all. Yeah. It was terrible. And I'm sure that there's a ton of people out there that feel the exact same way every single day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of the clients that I work with. Um, they don't come in w saying that they have a job related issue, but as we start talking, mm -hmm. a lot of it ties back to work. Yeah. 
And remember, we spend more time at work than doing any other activity. Mm-hmm. Other Sleeping. Sleeping mm-hmm. is the only other activity we spend more time doing. So if we're not content at work, it's going to permeate into every area of our life. It's going to affect our well-being. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, geez, I'm trying to think. You said a lot of different things that were right on. Um, you know, I, I, like I said before, I think people are just figuring out what matters to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, you even saw people who were willing to not take a paycheck because they'd rather be at home because they hated work so much. Yeah. And um, that's that's such a terrible reality of of how, where we see things now. And I think the power dynamic is starting to shift because you think of generations that are older than us, you know, they got the first job they could out of high school or college or whatever, stayed there for 40, 50 years, you know, got a watch during retirement and said, thanks very much. And now you're starting to see people job jumping all the time, looking for new things, mm-hmm. or, or maybe not even that, just staying within a position and they're just miserable where they're at because the psychology, the therapy, caring for someone, um, I would say is kind of behind the times when it comes to f- focusing on someone at work. And, and you know, Krista, Dr. Boyer is really good at understanding that piece that I think um, maybe gets missed in a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you're spending so much time at work and a lot of the counseling, therapy, psychology should be focused on that piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it is, it, it's one of the classes that I teach and one of our other other therapists at the office, Dr. Kelly Quednow, she also teaches career counseling. So it's like we all have yeah. this interest in career and work, and it's all kind of coming together. But yeah, a lot of students will question, why do I have to take career counseling? Because they think that it's like that traditional um, guidance counselor role of just helping people figure out what they want to do. Um, you know, what's my major going to be or what path am I going to take after high school and forget that it's our careers, like I said, are such a big part of our life. And it it shifts too based off of whatever life role we play Um, for people with small children. um, That role of being a parent may take over and the career might go on the back burner and things kind of shift. And then what happens whenever the children are more independent and then and career needs to be a bigger focus. So it's always there's an ebb and flow when it comes to career over the course of our lifespan. And our preferences change a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. And so it's normal. Um, Maybe what fit when we were in our 20s doesn't fit so much when we're in our 30s. And then there might be another shift again later on. So helping people kind of navigate that and finding a good fit for wherever they are in that moment in their life. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I was actually talking about something kind of uh, similar to that. Uh, Last night I was with a friend and I said, isn't it so odd that, like, you think that life is, like, so short, but you go through these phases and, like you said, like, what's not right in your 20s is Mm – or, you know, might be okay in the 30s, but – when I was in my 20s, I had this this group of friends and, uh, you know, we all had our girlfriends and we all did the same activities. And I thought that that would never change ever for the rest of my life. I was like, these, these are my people. Like, I don't talk to any of them now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all off on separate paths now. And the same thing happened in my 30s. I had another group of people and, you know, we, we had certain activities that we like to do and this and that. And now... You know, 
some of those people are gone. And now I'm only friends with like maybe two of those people. So it's just like, you know, especially if, uh, you know, you're talking about like friends or activities that you actually like to do. If that stuff's changing, of course, your interest in a job, Mm -hmm. uh, in a career Mm -hmm. is going to absolutely fluctuate. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, well said. And, and, you know, because of that, you have to keep finding things that stimulate you, even if you are at the same job. And, And we're not here advocating for, you know, jumping around and just, you know, if you're unhappy, the answer is to leave. That's not always the case, but you have to find something that's going to keep piquing your interest or keep you um, wanting to to strive for more, be challenged for more. And yeah, if you're just kind of stuck in one spot, you just become a different person over time. You have different interests and different things you look forward to. And then all of a sudden you look back and you say, hey, I'm, <laughs> I've been doing the same thing for a while and I'm, I'm not into this anymore. Am, am I upset? What, what am I feeling? Yeah, that finding that engagement, what engages the person. And in my opinion, it's this is the best part of psychology because it's positive. We're focused Mm -hmm. on figuring out the good for people rather than taking something bad away, something negative. So to me, that's part of why I love doing this. It's, It's stimulating and it's hopeful and it's positive. And sometimes it's just helping people see strengths that they lost sight of or mm-hmm. they forgot they had because our strengths kind of function outside of our conscious awareness. Yeah. I can see that. You should mm-hmm. take the, the Yeah, we have to take I yeah. think I have I've taken it um at the company that I was talking about, I've taken it there and then um I think I've taken it one other time. Um but it it pretty much is spot on with mm-hmm. who I am like you know, I really don't require a whole ton of structure um until and it's kind of funny like i really don't i don't like structure Mm -hmm. i don't like plans i don't make like making plans i don't uh any of that stuff until shit hits the fan and then i'm like wait a minute we need we need some rules here (laughs) like you know what i mean it's like it's kind of a weird thing uh and it's kind of like that at home with the kids and things like that uh you know i'm all about having fun and stuff like that where my wife is more like ryan Mm -hmm. and uh you know she's like no uh kids need to be off the video games at 8 30 in bed or or having a snack and you know we uh have a movie night like every single night so we'll we'll watch um half of a movie uh from nine o'clock until wherever and then we watch the rest of that movie the next day um and so that structure has kind of actually become calming for mm-hmm. me because so i yeah. like that now i do kind of it's yeah. like i know what's happening you at night time yeah mm-hmm. i know what to expect yeah um i guess maybe in my in my personal life i don't yeah i kind of i like living by the seat of my pants <laughs> um <laughs> but, you've always been that way right yeah pretty it's, much i mean like it's it's a culture thing for real i mean like how you grow up and uh you know, I'm going to throw some terms out that I don't think I know, but I'm going to impress you. Nature versus nurture. Oh, mm. cool. Yes. Um, You're very impressive. <laughs> so, but, like, I grew up, like, uh, a skateboarder, a punk rock kid. I was in garage bands and listening to anti-authority punk music and yeah. this and that. And it's so funny because, like, any time that we talk about, like, me and my wife, and she's like, how long have you been like this? And I'm just like, uh since I was like 13, 
like for real like that's yeah. just that's just kind Your of personality who i am and who my group of friends have been forever you know um but psychology is just like one of the most uh, fascinating things i think because like what you guys do and what you can do just by like understanding somebody and talking to them and giving them advice can completely change mm -hmm. their lives and you know i think a lot of small business owners uh should definitely jump in and and ha like have you guys in their corner because mm -hmm. it's just making so much sense to me to sit there and think like yeah you have your frustrating days and you know somebody might be like hey i want to i want to throw the talent i'm done with this like i can't take this anymore but to maybe approach it from a different uh aspect you know they could that could turn their whole life around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's w one of the things we can definitely help managers with and workplaces with is the um, mental health sensitivity trainings. Just how to how to support emotional resilience in the workplace, how to address stress in the workplace, how to detect mental health issues in the workplace and link employees up to resources and encourage them to use those resources it, that that you know and an ounce of pre prevention is worth a pound of the cure so if you can intervene early catch these things early um get supports put in place in the workplace it's it's just going to really really help things it's going to reduce turnover it's going to help productivity it's going to help profits at an organization yeah, and also just the message that it sends. So if employers are interested in something like that, the message that it sends to the employees is that we want to invest in mm -hmm. you because I've, I was a part of a company that I won't name, but um, they basically were sort of mandating, oh, we're just going to throw in some random trainings, right? It could be like productivity or it could be sexual harassment or whatever mm -hmm. it is. It doesn't matter. They were just doing it for the sake of doing it. But when you are actually trying to implement something um, like these psychology um, uh, tests and and things that we're talking about here, when you're trying to implement that for the betterment of your employees, they pick up on that and they say, "Oh, wait, this is this is a an employer who's for me and mm -hmm. um, wants to make this place a good place to work." And so that's that's usually how I communicate that. And just on just when I'm just talking with somebody who's involved higher up in a business, I just say, "Look, you know, the investment that you're putting into your employees, they're going to see that it's." It's more than just training and learning. Mm -hmm. It's the emotional side too. Like it's not just logic. Oh, I'm gaining more logic, but also it's the emotional side. Oh, I maybe I want to stay around here. We don't have to worry about, um, you know, we can we have higher retention rates. And we don't have to worry about hiring so much. So all these different mm -hmm. things come into play when you're simply just investing in your employees. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's so interesting mm -hmm. what you guys do, and I think it's it's great that you're you know located right down here in Greensburg because there's so much in this community, I think they could benefit from you guys. Well, and, and that yeah. was something that was important yeah. being in, in the community. Mm -hmm. you, you can sort of talk about that. Yeah, for both. Yeah, I think both of us. And even one thing I went, it was just so nice to work with you, Jordan. Yeah, Greensburg video. Um, great. It was just wonderful experience all around. And it's almost like we feel like Jordan is like a coworker and it's like friend. I like going to your office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just so nice. I just literally walked out of my office and one block down, I walked right into the studio yeah. and you know, everybody in, in downtown Greensburg, like the girls that um, the White Rabbit are like my my buddies and having the art museum a block away mm -hmm. and going up and being able 
able to use that space. And I always remind people the art museum's free and it's a nice place to go and just kind of meander and do a mindful walk. Um, everything in downtown Greensburg, it, it, it's just, there's, there's so much positive activity down here. Um, I just love it and I love the sense of community and we just moved in in October, but I feel like everyone's my friend now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really not hard to really get to know everybody mm -hmm. in, around here, uh, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's very small. Well, uh, and she's probably actually probably the best networker I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, ever. Like I'll, I'll no she'll, doubt she'll <laughs> call me or, or send me a message or something and say, Hey, we have. You know, I, I reached out to this person or I have a connection with this person it, because I don't know, you can probably speak better to this, but she's just very willing to reach out and have a conversation and just get yeah. to know somebody just just wants to be part of the community and, and get the name out there. So, yeah. And yeah. it's not it's not Thank salesy. It's, it's not a salesy mm -hmm. thing. It's, it's truly like I want to make a connection and get to know you because mm -hmm. the meetings that you and I have been in when we're just talking with somebody, which is, hey, here's here's who we are. We just want to get to know you and meet mm -hmm. you. And that's it. And so we we, yeah. we all of a sudden have all these connections just because of the networking. Just from, yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually having a conversation about this with someone else. I practice a lot of mindfulness. I have an attitude of curiosity and I just like to go places and and think about, I'm going to just make this place my home. How do I, how <laughs> yeah. can I make this place my home? And so I feel like now, um, 121 North Main Street, Suite 200, se second yeah. home. Yes, uh, plug. Um, but but even uh, the office space, like the way we decorated it, I, oh I joke to my sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's why I love coming to your office. Yeah. Yes. Uh, listeners, please stop by. <laughs> Uh, but I, I say to my sister all the time, I'm like, I live here now. I, I, I would live there. <laughs> the couch in your office alone is just like, it. it's like begging me to take an afternoon nap. Just come on yeah. in. Yeah. 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 We'll just walk in and see you. <laughs> right. How long have you been here? Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah. If Jordan's on the couch when you yeah. come in, yeah. don't mind just show, him. Shows that's how homey he is. That's his spot. There we go. Well, and, and for anybody who doesn't know, um, Jordan did the video for us for the uh, open house. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was so much fun. And that's, I had a blast working with you guys. Uh, super professional. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we had fun doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it was just great. And that's another thing about you, Krista. It mm -hmm. was just like, Ryan, you were talking about like how outgoing she is and the, and the networking and all that stuff. Literally uh, <laughs> had their party you know, this party is all about them for the ribbon cutting. Literally sets up this right here, which is a, I forget which camera's on. Anyway, <laughs> this, uh, for me. And now this is, you know, all about you and stuff. And I felt like so absolutely grateful that you would even think to do that or even invite me to it. You know what I mean? So it was just like, that to me is how things need to work in order for businesses to have great relationships, to do great things in a community. And, you know, that's, that's something that you are very great at and uh, people could definitely <laughs> take notes. <laughs> well, like I said, I, we, you just knocked it out of the park with our video. Loved, I appreciate just it. Loved, yeah. Loved it. And we, yeah, we had a great time at our open house and it would not have been a party without having Jordan there. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I agree. 
So we decided we're going to debut our video. So why not have an open house and a video debut all in one? There so of course we had to showcase um, Jordan's work because it was um, it it needed to have its own spotlight. So yes, I appreciate we were it. Happy to. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the party. The food was outstanding. I, your office. So like when I talk about the design of this office, I'm not kidding around. It's like literally going walking through like a martha stewart style like i'm like i walked in there and was just like oh my god like this is nicer than my house like it's like it's so insane in there even if i was on that couch and just like i covered myself up with the 800 pillows on that couch you would never even know i'm there yeah i well, could live there yeah and and she did all the designing Aww. but but yeah. the the I, I think I'm getting this right because this is how I feel. At least I'll just talk about myself. When you go in there, no matter what you're going in there for, right, mm -hmm. whether it be just to come say hi, if you have an issue, something you want to talk out, anything like that, um, we we wanted this to be a relaxing, welcoming place where nothing's sort of a distraction. Mm -hmm. You can just yeah. be yourself there, and, and it's such a calming space. Um, it is. And, and she was very intentional about that. So you can just see, like, even when it comes down to colors, like matching colors and things like it just flows really well. Um, and it just kind of puts you at ease and you don't have to worry about having a mask on whenever you walk in because you just be yourself. Thank you. Thank you both for saying that. I did get to live my best interior designer life. <laughs> yeah, I, we said yeah. at the end, we were like, oh, maybe you have a different career. I, yeah. Career? So, okay. Side plug. If you need interior design <laughs> yeah. services, I would not be mad yeah. if you called and asked. Uh, but no, I, I, what, what I wanted to do was I, I wanted to get the message across to create a space that we care about to show how much we care about the work that we put in to our clients. And I also wanted to create a space that was visually inspiring because I have that artistic side too. And I know that that would really bring out um, the good in everybody that, that works at our office. Yeah. And so, yeah, creating that calming space was important and making people feel at ease. And, you know, we have the coffee station and all the, the goodies and, yeah. um, Everything's yep. perfect. <laughs> like everything's perfect. <laughs> Coolest little refrigerator with all the best drinks and like the coffee station and all the candy and stuff. I'm like, man, this is just like it's it's it is. It's just like the most welcoming place that you could possibly think to be. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And no one's been, the the biggest concern I have. I was so excited about the open house and the ribbon cutting and we had the sh the bubbly bar was there and the champagne, but I was like I, I said to Kelly and Kate, I said, I am not going to be able to handle it if someone spills something. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let me know about yeah, it. Right, yeah. And no one spilled. There you yeah. go. So, so yeah, that's, everything's still pristine. And there's a lot of people there. Yes, yes. There were, there were a yeah. ton. It was a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It was like yeah. elbow to elbow. And, yeah. You know, it was yeah. great. There were a yeah. lot of people there to support you. It was fantastic. Yeah, and then just location-wise, like you had mentioned, you can just walk out and you're just in the community. You have mm -hmm. all these sh shops and things to do right mm -hmm. there. Um, courthouse is, is right there, right across the street. Um, yeah, just really a fantastic space. And the building itself is really nice, too. It so. It's neat. Yeah, it's a neat building. We actually, my family, we had a little watch party for the uh, the holiday parade. We set up a hot cocoa oh, bar. Yeah, yeah. We had the, you know, we're on the second floor, so we overlooked the parade and watched the parade and had mimosas and cocoa and there fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, 
the the office, the the things that you guys do, just everything. I think it's such an amazing addition to this community, and I'm like super excited to see like where you guys where you guys take it from here because you literally just just started. Yeah, we. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know I, I keep saying this, but just the way you even described it, Jordan, is it's not. It's not some sales pitch thing no, where we have to, we're you know trying to accumulate business or anything. Mm-hmm. We started this conversation early on where you know before the business ever opened, we were just talking and saying, "Here's the things that we see in the world right now." And there's really this niche market where no one's really addressing this. Um, not as opportunistic, but just hey, this is something that's really really important among the lives of people at work and just the lives in the community. And uh, it's an opportunity for us to step into and fill that gap. So just the way we were sort of talking at the beginning was just like, hey, we, you know, this is something that Greensburg needs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Employers need to care, uh, individuals who need uh, someone to reach out, all those types of things. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and everyone that works at the office knows there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't need to hit quotas. We don't need to see certain amounts of clients. We're just, I, I, anybody that works at the office, they say, what do you want to do? And it has to be meaningful for you. Yeah. And if it's not, then we're not doing it. Yeah. We have no problem, you know, sh- turning away from something that doesn't feel like it's a good fit because it's not going to be fair to the person that we're working with and it's not going to be fair to us. Yeah. So it has to be authentic and it has to, it has to be meaningful. That's awesome. I th- it's just like, it's it, again, it's so important that I think this is in Greensburg because like you can get wrapped up in like the news and all of that, you know, these two giant media mogul people that are like fighting back and forth constantly and, uh, you know, trying to sway opinions back and forth. And it's just like, as a person in a small town, you can sit there and really feel like overwhelmed, like, okay, uh, so this is happening. Banks are failing. This is happening. This is happening. The job market's terrible. And you can get like, you know, overwhelmed very easily thinking about that type of stuff. And then, you know, to be like, what is the government going to do about this to help blah, blah, blah. You have something in your small little community that can absolutely take care of you. Like you don't have to depend on the rest of the country to help you out. It's, it's here. It's mm-hmm. in town. Yeah. So it's very cool. Yeah, it was cool. To, it, it's been cool to see and meet with people who have been excited just saying, oh, heard you guys just came into town. We're so excited about that. We've heard that from multiple people. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is the name is starting to get around and mm-hmm. attention. And, and, that, and that's it. Just We're just organically just mm-hmm. meet, meeting people, spreading the word, inviting people mm-hmm. in. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, absolutely inviting people in. Love, yeah. We, we just want to share what we can do. And, yeah, like Ryan said, even if someone wants to just come in and check out the space and say hi. Yeah. yeah. yeah Have you guys had people stop in, Co- check it out? A couple people stop in, yeah. check it out. Yeah, had some walk-ins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Is that a leading question? <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had some walk-ins. Um, <laughs> but we also, I wanted to say, um, we're going to start also doing workshops. Yeah. And um, we, uh, Kennedy Rhodes is is another person that are at, at our practice. I'm so proud to have her part of our practice. She's one of my former students. She, she was a, a superstar in class. And she's going to start uh, we're, on Thursdays. We're going to have a self-compassion group. 
And so she's going to be co-facilitating that with me. Um, we're, we're starting to develop some other workshops. And so I, I, I want the practice to be thought of as a, as a place for wellness. Um, you don't have to come to, if you, it, it, we don't have to give you a mental health diagnosis to get our services. We're going to start doing workshops that are just kind of focused on helping people stay well yeah. or know what wellness is. So working on mindfulness, self-compassion, um, identifying strengths, doing all of those types of things. That's really yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Again, another yeah. benefit. Yeah. yeah. Just reaching out to the community. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's cool. And then I have to, I, I do have to give a shout out to Kate. Oh, of course. Um, of course. Yeah, Kate, <laughs> Kate is like the, uh, I, I don't even, she is, I tried to give her the title chief of staff. She, <laughs> <laughs> well, really, because she's just a jack of all trades. Oh. Yeah. But master of all of them. All of them. <laughs> everything. Yeah. She she was an intern. So so Ryan and I, of course, we support Seton Hill University. We Ryan Dr. Ryan Kelly went to Seton Hill. I went to Seton Hill. Then Ryan Bradley, who is my husband. So we have to get the Ryans and the Kellys straight, yeah, by the there's, way. There's two Ryans, two Kellys. <laughs> two Ryans, two Kellys. So when we say Dr. Kelly it could be Dr. Kelly Qued now, or it could be Dr. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Kelly. Um, but we, we, Dr. Ryan Kelly, Brian Bradley and I all went to Seton Hill. So as soon as I opened up shop, I connected with Seton Hill and got, and said, I want to offer an internship. So that's how I found Kate. She was an honor student. She's graduating early. You know, her resume was fantastic. And sometimes people have fantastic resumes, but 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 they don't always live up to that. Yeah. Kate outshined her resume, which was already great to begin. It was wonderful to begin with. And she came right in and learned, and she's been setting up meetings with community leaders. And um, she runs our social media and puts yeah. a lot of really good information on our Instagram. Um, it's authentic.perspectives on Instagram. She, she puts a lot of really good information out there. Um, she, she does it all. Yeah. She's, I, she, she was really away, away over at the holidays. And I'm like, okay, when are, Kate, when are you coming back? <laughs> I was lost. I was just like so distraught without her. She does it. She does everything. She's fantastic. Uh, I worked with Kate just, um, you know, behind the scenes to kind of premiere that video on social media and, uh, you know, kind of get our ducks in a row so we could kind of release it at the same time mm -hmm. and, you know, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, she was just like Johnny on the spot. She was just like, okay, I'll do it right now. You yeah. do it right now, blah, blah, blah. We came up with a plan. It was super easy. Uh, you know, went off without a hitch. It was great. Yeah, she's a great yeah. fit. Yeah. She's just someone that's easy to talk to. It just mm -hmm. takes initiative. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's very creative. She she's good with graphic design too and marketing and she can she, she can she brings it all together and kind of it is a good embodiment of what we do at the practice because she 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 uses psychology in a lot of different ways just yeah. like we do. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could tell she was uh <laughs> smart and very talented uh, the first time I met her just because we were filming some b-roll mm -hmm. and uh dr kelly Quidnow yeah was uh you know her and kate were sitting there and they were just kind of you know playing with this puzzle game thing that they were you know and every single one that um dr <laughs> dr kelly Quidnow showed her kate just made it in like within like two seconds <laughs> and i was like 
okay, we need to slow down a little <laughs> yeah. bit so I can get so I can get some shots. Like she was too yeah. fast for me, and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, and then like I could see the doctor quit now was like. Uh, pretty impressed by this. So she like flipped to the very back, like I guess where all the hard ones are, and goes, try this one. <laughs> and like Kate had it in like, I don't know, three and a half seconds. And I was like, okay, good enough. I guess I got what I need. <laughs> yeah, like, that was a part of an IQ test. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So yes. And, and yeah, that was it. Yeah. Totally impressive that she was able to do that. She's very bright. Yeah. It was insane to watch. Mm -hmm. Like I, it was tough to like pay attention to what I was doing or like why I was actually there when I was like watching that happen. So I like really had to like go back and be like, dude, you're here to film stuff. Like <laughs> stop watching this. Results you know? may vary <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> for anyone else doing this. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was super fun though. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. So, so everybody, yeah, we all just like, I am, floored with with the roster that we have at our office it's just like all of these superstars mm -hmm. and i feel like wow like gosh i'm so blessed that i get to work with these people and collaborate with them and and even you jordan like 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 i said you're almost like our like office buddy a co-worker um our yeah, fun um corporate videographer there you and go. We, ha we have the corporate <laughs> photographer and that you're a corporate videographer um yeah it's just like we we kind of moved into the to, the to the community and created all of these connections and i'm just yeah very grateful for all of the talent yeah it's wild i i'm just like you know it's so much fun to like meet like a, a different group of people mm. and and things like that and i think you guys are doing it right i mean you're supporting other businesses. You guys mm -hmm. are down at the coffee shop all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Ryan is is here doing doing this podcast and, and networking with other people all the time. Um, and you know, it's just crazy between the, between the two of you guys. You guys are very extremely talented. He's a chef. He cooks barbecue. Oh, right. Yes. Well, what's you funny know, is guy's a doctor. Every He's time she introduces <laughs> me, she says, um, "Oh, you know, you might have heard him on the, the seventy four local podcast." But I think. That's important because, you know, it's showing that really, for me personally, I really do want to be involved in the community. That's why I yeah. came mm -hmm. to the show in the very first place. Is right. I just want to be involved mm -hmm. in the community. This is another way for me to be able to do that um, because I do, I do really care about the city of Greensburg, Westmoreland mm -hmm. County, surrounding areas. Like I, I really want to be a part of it. And um, that's not just me though. Everybody, including yourself, Jordan, Everybody in the office is that same way. Just we want to contribute and be a part yeah. of the community. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been having fun. Um, we sponsored an Art on Tap. Mm -hmm. We're going to be sponsoring a really fun um, fundraiser for community action that's going to take place during the Art Walk. Mm -hmm. So and, and anything we can do to invest in the community, to give back, to support, um, that's a part of our mission. So we're here for that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just encourage anybody, you know, to just – call or reach out and say hey i just want to talk see what see what you're about yeah we're, uh, we're open to that. Mm -hmm. yeah we're open just to just meeting and saying hey and mm -hmm. you know, no commitments to anything just hey here's you know uh, we've had people say hey here's what's going on in my business just want to kind of talk it out and then we can kind of say oh, okay well here's some steps we can go 
from there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just make an initial connection if, if anyone's interested in that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, anything, like a leadership-related issue or an employee-related issue or um, just just venting sometimes. Yeah, right. yes. yeah we're here for that. <laughs> yeah. So whatever we can do yeah. to help. Um, and if we can't help you, we'll try to point you in the right direction. Yeah, that's and that's important too because, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are obviously out there networking and you know people that mm-hmm. like you said if you couldn't help you can send them to other people mm-hmm. but uh like what are some of the what are some of the big issues like today like what are what are some of the things that people are dealing with and coming to you uh you know with okay so like we a lot of the individual clients lots of stress some mild anxiety mild depression mm-hmm. um some relationship issues that that all that all is pretty um typical stuff. The big thing, we were kind of talking about it before we started rolling, is um, we do ADHD assessments at our office. Mm -hmm. So that's the big popular thing right now is everybody uh, wants to know, do I have ADHD? Um, Popular because of TikTok. Um, And actually there was just a study in a a peer-reviewed journal published um, about TikTok diagnosing. And there was an analysis done of the content on TikTok looking to see how accurate is the information because it's been such a trend of, and it's not just me, a a lot of um, neuropsychologist colleagues of mine, they're just getting constant calls where people will say, I saw on TikTok this and I think I have ADHD because of this. Um, So we have tests at our office that will help with determining attention deficits um we have what we do a very thorough neurodevelopmental neurodevelopmental history we have um specific tests that we can use to look to see um, are there any executive functioning deficits that usually goes along with adhd attention related issues to see um maybe the person does have attention issues but one we need to determine the level of impairment because you Mm -hmm. can't diagnose something unless there's impairment so a lot of us do have attention issues but it's not impairing our functioning Um, so we can't diagnose something if it's not impairing our functioning the other thing is attention issues impulse control um, and hyperactivity all, all of those are symptoms of other disorders too. So sometimes if someone's coming in thinking, maybe I have ADHD because I'm inattentive, we do some testing and it turns out it might be related to anxiety or post-traumatic stress disorder or, you know, something else. So um, with the testing that we do, it it not necessarily is going to say you have ADHD, but we could figure out, um, do do you have that diagnosis? Could it be something else? You know, teasing all of that out. Yeah. So we do we do diagnostic testing at our office in addition to the individual therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can I can speak on that, you know, firsthand. It, it these apps, uh, TikTok, it's it's a wild thing. I mean, I can I can lose myself in that app for an hour yeah. and just be like, where did that like <laughs> where was I at for an hour? It's it's wild. Like I used to uh you know, only really kind of use that after work, um, sitting around like the house or something like that. And, uh, you know, I've started to notice, uh, and this was a while ago, we, we put a stop to it, but there was a point in time where like, you know, we're having dinner and both kids are on their phones and we're like trying to like, Hey, how was your day? 
you have any homework, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, we're not getting answered. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, yeah. And I'm like, yes, what? How was your day? Yes. Like it was, so it's like immediately it was like, you know, okay, no phones. We're not doing this. And it's, it's a constant struggle to make that happen. And then like, even me, I'm going to, I'll throw myself under the bus. I literally will be, you know, editing a video or something like that. And then there's, uh, you know, rendering times or something like that, where something has to render or export or do, uh, you know, kind of process. And sometimes that can take a while, especially if it's like graphic heavy or something like that. So, uh, you know, I'll sit there and just like play around on my phone or whatever. And I'll hear that ding and I know it's done, but I don't stop looking at my phone for about (laughs) probably another 10 to 15 minutes, you know? So it's just like, it's really tough because like the things are, they're entertaining, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, it's really, it's really hard. The phones are, are designed to be addicting yeah there and there's a lot of in like i i tell people you get a dopamine rush when you get a notification and so it's very rewarding whenever you yeah whenever you see something new Mm -hmm. that becomes a a rush of dopamine Mm -hmm. and the design is to constantly show you things that you're interested in Mm -hmm. but new things you're interested in so it's like whoa that's that's something i'm interested oh it's that's new information that's new information Mm -hmm. it's just hit, hit 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 yeah yeah and and since actually I love that you brought this up because cell phones, the, the, the devices have caused us to be very mindless. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of times we're just, no, we're mindlessly going through life. Like I, I notice when I'm in Pittsburgh and I, I pass a bus stop, everyone is on their phones. And I, I joke that I could pickpocket every one of these people and they yeah. would know and I'd be able to get away because they're all on their phones. <laughs> For um, real, you could. Yeah, yeah. Let's and, do a social experiment. <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's take this out. <laughs> Um, I just want to get arrested, Lou. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- they did a study that when the iPhone was invented, they they saw a drop in gum sales. So what what that was correlated with is before the smartphones, when people were standing in the checkout line, they would be looking around and they'd mm. look at the gum and grab the gum and buy the gum. Yeah. So. Now we're looking at our phones. So if, if that affected gum sales, what other things are we missing? Yeah. And that's kind of where, you know, some of this attention, uh, some of these attention related issues are coming from. We're not attending to things. We're listening with one ear and, and attending with all the rest of our attention to our phones. So we're missing information. We're not processing it. And the other thing that I noticed too, is we treat our phones like our external hard drive. We yeah. don't have to remember things anymore. We don't yeah. use yeah. retrieval skills. So well, yeah, it's spelling. We, we don't, mm-hmm. can't spell anymore because it spells for us all this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I was, um, I was at another university teaching this past week and there's a student in there who I know, uh, but I was just kind of picking on them. And I said, we, we walked in the elevator at the same time. And of course that student instantly, as soon as you hit the elevator, just naturally pulls out their phone and looks at it because you've almost like trained yourself, mm-hmm. conditioned yourself. Yeah. You know, if you're in a, in a moment where you're not doing anything, you pull out the phone. So I just turned and said, I just want to challenge you the next time you walk in this elevator to go back down, see if you can just stand here without pulling out your phone and just see what that does to you. Just sit in that awkwardness <laughs> while you're there. Um, I, I don't know what happened from that, but 
I feel that too sometimes. I walk in and I start to reach mm-hmm. for my phone because I'm just I'm like, what am I doing? I need right. to catch myself. I'm so conditioned. Yeah. To. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, everybody's kind of conditioned to do it at different times, different points. Like, and, and you're right, like in uncomfortable moments or moments where you might have to speak to somebody, like heaven forbid, mm-hmm. um, you know, people pull their phones out and it's just like this basically a silent uh warning to people that is like don't talk to me i'm busy yeah how many times have you know i've seen people uh at sam's club you know the the sales people that are there with their little kiosks come and walking up to me and i literally grab my phone and pretend i'm talking to somebody or looking at something and they just pass me by and it's such an easy out Mm yeah you know what i mean but uh, the one thing that I do, and every single time, uh, like if me and my wife go out to dinner or if we're having dinner with the kids or whatever, never, my phone never leaves my pocket. It stays in my pocket the entire time. Um, it could buzz, it could whatever. I, usually I'll pick up a phone call if it's like family oriented or something like that. Um, but that's it. Mm-hmm. I just, I keep it Good in my you. pocket yeah, because I really want it to be like, I'd rather talk to somebody than mm. sit there and like scroll through Amazon. I'm, I would literally just spend money out of boredom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's this thing called continuous partial awareness, which is a term that was coined by a former VP at Microsoft. But what that means is Jordan, if you and I are face to face having a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Like let's just say we're standing in the parking lot talking, I'm talking to you. But at the same time, I'm also hyper aware of everything going on behind you. I'm aware maybe a car might be coming. I'm, I'm aware if, if there's something more interesting happening over here. Maybe there's music playing in the distance. So I'm not 100% fully focused on what you're saying, even, yeah. even if I really want to be. And then on top of that, now what we have is our phone buzzing in our pocket. And if it does that, and all of a sudden your mind starts mm-hmm. to think, what's that? what is that? Is that a text? Oh, mm-hmm. who would be texting me? Well, mm-hmm. I texted this person. They must be texting me about that. What's the narrative of all that? And all of a sudden your mind just goes yeah. and you're never fully present within that conversation conversation that you're having. So it's become harder and harder to be present um, and just have a simple conversation like we're having right now. Yeah. Very difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's been studies done too, where they have people get a massage and some of the participants, they, they have the whole massage. There's no interruptions. And with the other half of participants, they left a cell phone out and, and triggered the phone. And what they found was for those people, their massage was not as enjoyable because exactly what you just said there, they hear it, they hear a notification and they start, they go into their heads and start thinking, who was that? What do they want? Yeah. It goes to like a negative place yeah. and then it ruins their experience. Yeah. 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 That's a, mm-hmm. So yeah, it does, it detracts and, and reduces our happiness and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I long for the flip phone days again. Mm-hmm. I was just going to bring that up. I There's. Long for that. I can't even count how many, um, you know, folks I've seen, uh, which is hilarious. I see this on social media because I'm on my phone, (laughs) but you know, people who have switched over to back to the flip phones because they're just simple. That's Mm -hmm. what this device was, uh, made to be. It was in a way to just connect, you know, get, get a hold of somebody. And that was that, um, you know, now we're carrying around like supercomputers in our Mm -hmm. pockets and you know we're on facebook constantly we're on instagram mm-hmm. and tiktok and snapchat and like all this stuff the more apps that come out 
the more we're just adding to our, you know, our demise, yeah. <laughs> I guess. And I don't want to sound like the guy that's like, get off my lawn. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that guy. But at the same time, like, I actually thought about it the other day. I was like, my life would probably be a lot more present, I guess, in situations if I just had a flip phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I just thought about it. This was literally yesterday or the day before that. Well, and you wouldn't be so mm -hmm. reliant on it. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Yeah. You know, you, you have so many different applications that you do your life within, and mm -hmm. it's all in one little device. And you're so reliant on that one device. And if you don't have it, if you were to leave it at home or something, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, yeah. you're crippled. You can't, yeah. you can't function because you don't have mm -hmm. that, that yeah. necessary thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, very, very difficult. Yeah. So that nice segue, I'll just bring it back to some of our services. And one of the things that I love is mindfulness and practicing mindfulness right. and helping yeah. people be mindful. And so that's mindfulness is the opposite of everything we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, being intentional, staying in the present moment, um, attending to everything with an attitude of curiosity, openness, acceptance, and love. And yeah, just, just engaging with the present moment. So yeah. that's something we can definitely help you do at our office. Yeah. I mean, it all, it almost, it's at some points, like there's so much stuff going on and it's like, did I respond to this email? Did I put up a post for this account? Did I put up a post yeah. for that account? Did I provide uh, something for Sarah to put up for this and that and that and that? I literally feel like sometimes I need to like detox from this thing. Mm -hmm. And it literally is the craziest feeling in the world. You know, it's, uh, this, it's like drugs. Mm -hmm. Well, and our, yeah, our <laughs> lives are so much more complicated now. Yeah. And so we, we truly do need something that's healthy to come alongside mm -hmm. that and, and deal with those types of yeah. issues. Yeah. Um, it's not good to just let that go and, and continually be in your head about it mm -hmm. and, and not work those things out. So it's just right. very important to, take the necessary steps to, to work on those types of things. Mm -hmm. Identify it like you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. You're in the moment of identifying, yes, this is clearly a problem. And then where do we go from here? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I love that you guys, uh, you know, offer such a wide array of services, like, you know, for, for people that are in business, for individuals, for, you know, for anybody that's kind of, you know, struggling with something or anything, uh, you know, or thinks they are anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm really glad to have you guys here. Yeah, yeah so. we're glad to be here. Yeah, this is nice. So stop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's nice for me to be here. I'm very, very <laughs> happy to be here. <laughs> I'm always happy to be here. Right. But, yeah, no, I, I do want to encourage people to, to reach out, mm -hmm. come on in. Yeah. Um, just a simple conversation, even if, even if you just want to get to know more information. Absolutely. Yeah, come visit, say hi. Very good. Get a tour. Yeah, I suggest the tour. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll probably end at the the, the awesome little refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make you a cup of tea. That's what, what I tell people. If you need to schedule an appointment, I'll, I'll make you a cup of tea before we get started. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds, I could go for tea right now. Seriously. Yeah. 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 Very good. Do you guys, uh, you guys have a website that you want to share? We do. It's AuthenticPerspectivesPsychological.com. And our phone number is 878-884-7158. Excellent. If you want to call, give us, give us a call. Um, you can check out the website. Yeah. 
yeah. check out our Instagram. We try to put um, informative information on our Instagram. That's another way. Kate's really good at sharing information, and that's a part yeah. of what we want to do is provide information to the community that will be helpful. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Krista, thanks for coming in. Thank you. I for appreciate having, me. having you. Yes. Ryan, obviously, thank you for coming in. Thanks again for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very, uh, very exciting. Thank you again. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we could do this more often. Yeah. It was very nice. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one.